So this morning, this afternoon rather, I am going to welcome our first guest that we have this afternoon, um, Tony Hutt from Debenham Shed. Tony, hello. It's nice to see you. I see you online. Um, mm -hmm. How are you doing today? Okay. Yeah. A bit windy outside, but yes, we're all right. Good, good. Oh, I seem to have knocked the two of us off there. Sorry. Um, <laughs> so this, this afternoon, we're going to kind of chat to you a little bit about Debenham Shed. Um, mm. And we're also going to kind of find out a little bit about how your shed has, um, you know, your shed actual kind of premises and building, because we know that that's one thing that sheds are quite often interested in. Um, and one of the things that lots of sheds have difficulty or kind of one of the challenges in getting a shed up and running can sometimes be the building and kind of the actual premises itself. Um, so Debenham Shed, Tony, whereabouts in the UK is Debenham for anyone who's kind of working on the geography? <laughs> we're in Suffolk, East Anglia, and we are about 15 miles north of Ipswich. Um, nearest towns would be Stowmarket, uh, Framlingham is a smaller town. So it, we're in the middle of Suffolk, really. Yeah. Aha. So um, Debenham Shed, how long have you guys been meeting for, Tony, as a shed? We had our first public meeting February 2018 um, and got about 25 people present to that. And then we started meeting once a week in a single container on the community supported farm just on the outskirts of Debenham Village. Oh. What, kind of, what size membership is Debenham? Um, population of Debenham as a whole is about 2,500. We started off, well, there were there were four core core members of the shed, really, and uh, we grew to about um, 10, and then now we're about 20 members and various people who visit from time to time. Uh -huh. <clears throat> um so, Tony, I've got some photos that you sent through of your shed. So is this pretty much kind of what you started with as a shed with your kind of one container on your? Yeah. Well, yes. Um, uh, you see on the right, we put a, a lot of uh, hardcore down for car park and access. But the, yeah, there's a one single container. And then on the left, you'll see... Um, a digger we had uh, we were given free use of a digger and driver for a week to, uh, to do all the groundworks to start with <clears throat> wow because you guys have kind of expanded so one of the things um one of our guests that we're going to talk to you later on this uh, kind of in a little bit is tracy from portable space um mm. and portable space kind of played a role in kind of growing debenham shed um mm. so obviously you guys you started with one container was the container already there on the farm or did you guys have to get that one in no, it was already there and empty. It had been used for storage for the Debenham Players, a, a drama group who subsequently disbanded. So it was empty, but it had electricity and lighting, so we were able to use it straight away. Yeah. And so you guys decided to kind of expand the shed. Um, do you want to tell us a little bit more about that? Kind of mm. how you got the decision of either needing to or kind of, and also which direction you went with it as, you, as you're building? Yeah, well... Um, COVID came along and made it very difficult to um, work with inside a single container. You can imagine the it's long and thin and it's difficult to keep away from other people. And also safe distances for mechanical working weren't really feasible. And our membership started to increase gradually. So, so we decided we had to do something if we could to expand the premises. 
And we looked at um, some alternatives. We looked at um, getting a, a new or second-hand steel building. Um, our chairman has a brother who deals with second-hand steel buildings. He buys these old warehouses and other steel buildings, and he he customizes them, resells them. So he he gave us a, a quote for a steel building. I can't remember what it was, but it was significantly more than than using containers. Yeah. But actually, we already had one container, so it, it made sense to try and expand that to to four containers. Yeah. As I was going to say, we've got some photos of the process that we can kind of talk to. Um, mm. to kind of show people how, how you've kind of gone from the one container to the amazing space that you've got now just by kind mm. of what what the kind of the processes you've gone to gone through mm. um so um you kind of there were steel buildings was it mostly down to between kind of a, a secondhand steel building or container for you guys um yes yeah, so i don't think we really gave much attention to to a uh, a steel building um the there were various reasons why we decided to go for containers as well as having one already um we um we like the idea of, of containers because they're secure and um it's uh, their carbon footprint is lower as well being second hand yeah you know, um that's better than a new building um so we we got quotes from portable space and another local firm for supplying more containers in fact portable space quoted us for four high cube containers uh, joined and cut out inside with six windows painted outside that was twenty six thousand plus fat yeah. but that, that was essentially a shell you know no electricity no lighting insulation and um the um other quote from mr box for supply and delivery alone was 1725 for standard 40 foot containers plus that wow. um, so we at first we considered having just getting one more container and having a space between them so with uh, with a roof over the top but we decided well when we we're offered three uh, containers for nothing from felix toe docks pentalva firm uh, we decided to go for that instead yeah so, I think yeah. that's probably quite a, quite an easy decision for you guys to make. Of yeah. link or be given three containers for free. That's uh, <laughs> yeah. We, yeah. Did, we did have to fetch them, and that's where where portable space came in. Yeah. yeah. What kind of planning st stages did you have to go through with getting kind of convert going from one container to the four on on the space? Well, we had um, we submitted drawings for the finished thing with a, with a roof on top and uh, lean-tos each side and the front canopy. Um, and that went through the standard, fairly standard planning process. It's what they call technically a sui generis application. That's uh, bespoke, essentially, being on farmland. Yeah. Um, and we got, we were lucky to get a 50% discount on the planning fee via our district councillor. So that cost us £462. But we also had some free help from... Um, planning consultant we knew very well and then later we had to apply for a variation to the planning for uh, to change the roof somewhat and to incorporate a composting toilet outside so that yeah. was another 262 pounds it was a cold day when it was delivered there tony clearly <laughs> yeah. yeah that was january january last year 
Yeah. I mean, I have to say, when I was watching the video, I was thinking, man, that's a big shipping container. And having four of them kind of, you know, I imagine that that complete kind of going from one to four completely revolutionised things for you guys as a shed. Yeah, once, once we've got the um, internal walls cut out, we, um, we had a space instead of um, one container, three containers, um, and the fourth is used for a storeroom and a small galley. So, yeah, it's an yeah. amazing difference. So mm. Portable Space helped you guys out with the delivery, didn't they? That's kind of how Portable Space kind of fits into to the story for you guys. Mm. Yeah, um, they gave us a quote. Uh, it was 1,050, including VAT, which we thought very reasonable for collecting the three containers from Felixstowe. In fact, it took four attempts Um because of the poor ground conditions due to heavy rain. And we also had to widen the entrance from the road. As you might have seen, it was quite a tight entrance. Yeah. Um, but in the end, um, yeah, they, they got the, or they, they put the containers, um, they moved them to a nearby farm as well. So there were two stages, but they didn't charge us any extra for all that. So that was very good, we thought. As I say, uh, I know that you guys found it really helpful, kind of, you know they were really helpful in the process which was great yeah yeah and um yeah their wagon to put them in place is um has a very long long reach crane and yeah they're obviously expert at it yeah say so, so kind of you've got the four you've got a picture of the four containers then mm -hmm. um, do you want to yeah. talk us through the process of how you took them from kind of you know the three containers to a big open space and inside just kind of briefly right. Well, um, even before the containers came, there was a lot of groundwork involved. We had to um, shift the, the existing container, disconnect its electrical supply and put a, a, a temporary board up um, and then move it and then move it out of the way and then do a lot of earth shifting to provide a, a level space and put concrete supports down and all that hardcore stuff on the access roads. Yeah. Um, once that was done um, and the containers were in position, we sealed the joints between the containers. Um, yeah. We cut out the internal walls. Well, we got we contracted that out to our chairman's brother. He got the the cutting uh, cutting out done and cutting out uh, spaces for doors. Uh, welding the floor seams. Um, we bolted the containers together and put plastic cladding round the joins you can see on the left hand photo and and yeah. the right one, one the ceiling one and then put a lot of the multi-foil insulation and plywood um, you can see being put out all around the inside walls um, we re reconnected the electrical supply and fitted sockets on those dado rails you can see and lighting um, plus some with emergency stop buttons for the uh, dangerous equipment. Yeah. Uh, we built workbenches around the outside walls, two walls, and we also got some uh, movable uh, bench frames made. We made the benches out of old fire doors, um, and we put in concrete supports for the, the roof and um, roof supports. Uh, for the roof canopy and lean-tos. Um, and then David's brother welded the internal supports for the roof, you can see in the bottom photo. Yeah. Um, 
and installed the roof and front canopy and lean-tos. I also put some insulation above the containers uh, beneath the roof. Imagine you guys enjoy that in the winter. <laughs> yeah. And then on the right, you can see the composting toilet we, we later got installed because we had no, no toilet facilities, no mains drainage, no mains water. So mm -hmm. the composting toilet is very good for that. Um, we haven't, yeah. We still haven't got any heating or ventilation, that sort of thing, yet. But yeah. we might. As you say, when you show something through the photos of what you guys have managed to do with kind of putting the roof on and kind of really opening up that space, mm. I was utterly amazed. I've seen a lot of, you know, I've seen a, quite a few number of sheds kind of in, in my time working here. But actually, I've not. Yeah, I think you probably have have the kind of um, most dramatic transformation of containers into sheds that I've seen. Mm. Um, yeah, it was really exciting to see, um, you know, and obviously we know that there's other sheds who are kind of looking at doing something similar. Um, mm. How much did the project roughly cost you at, at Debenham Shed? Right. I think the um, the total for the building was about 35000 That excludes the composting toilet, which was quite expensive at £13,000. That is fully accessible toilet. Um, we also got some picnic benches in the small garden. But that 35,000 includes all the road surfacing and the groundworks. Oh. So, yeah, it's a fair bit of work that you guys managed to do. Um, yeah. you, have you guys got any, if, is there any advice for any other sheds looking at either kind of using containers or kind of doing that, that kind of self-build? Is there any advice that you guys can offer from your experiences? Yeah, well, there's a, a few things. Um, ideally, talk to somebody who's done it before. Um, we couldn't do that because we didn't know anybody had done it before. Um, but uh, if you can find somebody, that's great. Um, we, we did spend quite a lot more on some aspects than we had budgeted for. Um, for instance, the groundworks and road surfacing, um, the, um, the insulation around the walls um, and the roof. But unless you've done this sort of project before, it's very difficult to estimate. Yeah, it's um, hard to know what you don't know. <laughs> yeah, but for the containers themselves, um, consult experts on, on whether you need to strengthen the containers at all once you cut out internal walls. Now, um, ideally a structural engineer. Uh, some some people told us we needed to strengthen the, the floor beams and the ceiling beams if we cut out the walls, and, and some didn't. But um, anyway, it seems to be okay as long as you put supports in underneath. And we we left some of the um, bits of the internal walls in um, above for extra strength. Um, fortunately, um, uh, David's brother, who buys and sells these second-hand buildings, gave us a lot of advice. Um, but portable space and others can do that all that sort of thing for you. They will do the cutting out and the welding and give you advice. Yeah, as I say, I'm going to invite Tracy to jump on as well with us here. Um, so you can kind of have a chat. Hi, Tracy. Hi, Um So for anyone who's watching, this is Tracy from Portable Space. Um, and you guys kind of, yeah, you were kind of help, you helped out um, yeah. with, um, yeah, with, with things. So again, if anyone's got any questions, if anyone's watching live, um, pop a comment in here. But we'll also, we will give you Tracy's email address later. 
Um, and there's also our email address as a staff team, which people should probably know now because I harp on about it every single week and put it up. Um, but yeah, Tracy from Portable Space, kind of, it's really wow. lovely to kind of speak to you guys. Um, and I think most people by now have, have hopefully seen the email that went out that we've got a new partnership with you. Um, but yeah, it was really interesting to hear when we had that partnership of the kind of part that you played in, um, you know, in Tony's shed, kind of, and, and how you guys were able to kind of be a part of that and support that as well. Yeah. Yeah, and we helped um, Bitten Shed as well. They've um, <clears throat> they've got one as well that we've um, contributed yeah. and helped deliver to. So it's been it's been good getting involved in the Shed Association in, in full. Yeah, when I spoke to Bitten Shed, um, I got some photos. Unfortunately, no one was able to come, but actually they kind of have a slightly different design, isn't it? That, yeah. Than you guys had in that they kind of went for a, a flat pack. I didn't even know that you could get like flat pack container that that was even a thing. Mm. Um, but obviously no, there it is. It's brilliant for the areas that you can't deliver two um so you can literally just carry the panels through so even if you're quite isolated where you are um you can um fit a shed in there and they've just now had a kiosk as well delivered as well so they're building their little zone up yeah it's fantastic and when i spoke to them um hugh from bitten shed had this to say to you guys he said that uh, dealing with you guys um you, you kind of were extremely helpful and customer friendly um, we've now purchased two flat pack units from them and especially how concerned you were when their first unit was subject to vandalism yeah. um, and you kind of promptly offered replacement locks um, free of charge which was very kind of you guys um, but I know that they also were kind of really excited and sent us an email saying oh it's really lovely seeing that we've got a kind of partnership <laughs> with portable space um, and helping them um, we know that kind of certainly for us sheds kind of premises can be a real kind of challenge um, yeah. but if you can find a bit of space that you can kind of potentially put something on um, then obviously there's kind of support from you guys. Um, yeah, so no, what, we've got many options for yeah, all the different um, ones. So yeah, we look forward to helping as many many of you as we can, really. Yeah, and I know that there's, um, for anyone who's watching there, you can kind of go and have a look online on the website, um, which is, um, I'm just gonna put it up there now, um, portable space. And obviously you guys have got this kind of containers, there's kind of cabins, there's kind of cabins yeah. units, there's flat pack units, units, there's kind of um, container conversions. Um, as you say, do you want to tell us a little bit about some of the different options that you, you yeah, have? Yeah, so you've got the straightforward containers um, um, that you've seen obviously already, the shipping containers. Um, yeah. We have got a conversions department, so we can help convert them into whatever your design is. We've also got the flat pack containers. As I said, we've got stores, offices and kiosks um, and they all come flat packs so you can literally carry the panels through to where you need to go. Um, we've also got steel anti-vandal units, jack leg units um, that we can build bespoke, we can add toilets to them, um, partitions, windows, doors, whatever you need. We can do all different kinds of designs. Uh, we've got toilet blocks, um, yeah, you name it, we can create storage space for whatever design or space you have, really. <laughs> yeah, I'd say it seems to be, and you also have kind of got contact, or not contact, you know, it doesn't always necessarily have to be new. So I know certainly like Tony was saying about, you know, considering that kind of carbon footprint and kind of reusing yeah. things rather than just buying new. Um, when I had a look yesterday, you've got a whole, you know, it's almost like the CEX of when you kind of phone, you've got these different grades yeah. and, and different kind of structures. And we've um, got a used cabin um, on our um, website. There's a used cabin section as well. So obviously ones that come off higher to keep your carbon footprint down, we always put those up for sale as well. So um, it's worth having a little look on the used cabin pay um, section of our website to have a look and see yeah. what else you can, um, yeah, bargains you can find. Yeah. 
as I say, so for the details, for anyone who's looking about details of the partnership, it is one of our new member benefits um, with Portable Space. Um, so um, it's one of those, it's not quite as straightforward as just kind of £10 off for everyone. Um, there will be a main discount of £75 for each shed, um, but it could be increased based on the products purchased. So depending on what your shed needs um, and kind of that conversation with them, uh, with Portable Space will depend on what kind of benefit that you can access and as there i'll put it up here as we kind of chat rather than just leaving it up there but uh, you can also contact tracy at portable yep. space there's your email address just down there at the bottom um to kind of ask you questions and i'm sure that you guys will be kind of more than happy to kind of talk through different kind of possibilities Definitely. options kind of everything from kind of moving moving things as well as kind of buying them yeah we can give you guidance on um delivery to your site we obviously have all our own vehicles um, so they're all delivered um, on our own lorries um, and we can give you guidance on how we can um, help you with that as well. But um, yeah, we love to see what new designs we can come up with and we love to hear back afterwards about how you've all got on and um, see photos and that is brilliant. Yeah. So for anyone who's interested, you can go to our members area on our website, um, which has got full details on how to access your discount. Um, and you can also email Tracy. Um, with the email address down there. Um, but I will kind of leave you guys to the rest of your afternoon just for kind of, and but just before we do our shout outs. Um, but thank you so much, Tony and Tracy, for coming on and talking to us. And, thank you for having uh, me. <laughs> out, but I will keep on looking out for what sheds are being kind of developed and um, designed with you guys. And um, Devino, at some point, I think if I get a chance, if I'm over over your side of the country, you are high on my list to come and see um, for myself kind of how things are looking for you guys. Um, but yeah, I shall bid farewell to you guys, but thank you ever so much for your time this afternoon. Um, and I'm sure if anyone's interested, Tony, you're happy for me to pass on anyone, if anyone gets in touch to kind of put them in touch with you if they're looking, asking questions from another shed. Yes, we, we have a website, devonhamshed.org.uk. You can look out and see a few photos there and videos. Yeah, brilliant. Well, I hope you both have a lovely afternoon. Don't get thank blown you. away. I'm quite windy here but um i'm sure we'll all be all right but yeah thank you so much you too take care bye bye so uh, i will put those details up just again so that's our new port a partnership with Portable Space, which we have announced this week. Um, and you can go onto our members area to get more details about that. Um, but it's one that I was very excited about uh, to be able to announce because we know that premises can be quite a challenge for some sheds. Um, and it might still be a challenge to find yourself some uh, plot of land. However, there is definitely options out there. And obviously we can kind of put you in touch with Portable Space to talk about our options on that one. 